Hey, this is Mark Walmer from Lessons for Living. We hope that you're enjoying the radio program. This is a great radio station, 91.5. We pray that God will help you do you life right. You have tuned in to the Make Your Day Count broadcast with Pastor Errol Beckford, Senior Pastor of Celebration Tabernacle Church, President of Celebration Marketplace Ministries, and author of Make Life Work in a Fast-Paced World. And here's Pastor Beckford. Good morning, good afternoon, and good evening. Make your day count. This is the day. The Lord has made. And we will. Rejoice. And be glad. In what God is doing. And God is doing awesome things all week. All week. He's doing awesome things on this radio broadcast. That when we do what God says, we will get what God says. We, we can just boil it down. Just to that, as simple as it. When we do what God says, we get what God says. When Peter did what Jesus says, he got what he says. He says, let your nets down for a catch. He let it down. One, he got a catch. That's it. He let his net down. He get what he says. J- Jesus says to, to the men at the wedding, fill those water pads with water and now take it to the governor. They did. They get wine. <laughs> they need to get water. They want wine. They get wine. Whenever we give God anything that we think doesn't work, he does make it work. Wow. The right way. God always make what I'm trying to do work. And it work how? The right way. The right way. The right way. Not the right just way. to our benefit. No. It's to everybody around's benefit, and it's to the kingdom's benefit. If we look back in Luke chapter 5, it was to the benefit of his partner. It was to the benefit of others. He was a forerunner. Peter went, he met with Jesus. He gave opportunity to Jesus. He followed the instruction of Jesus, and he ended up in overflow, and he was able to extend that to his partners, and by that influence, they all came together into their purpose. They also left the fishing industry and became fishers of men, based off of Peter being the forerunner of experience. When they changed the water into wine, everybody in attendance at the wedding benefited for what the servants did when they followed the direction. So there are others who are going to benefit from your obedience. There's others who are going to be impacted for the kingdom of God. Their purpose is in your obedience. Their their being ability to be able to fulfill what God has for them is contingent upon your obedience to what God is telling you to do because we are all interwoven together. It's like a puzzle. So if it works for one, it's going to work for the other. When one goes through the door, then it shows another that it's possible to go through that door. So we must make sure that we are doing the things that God has uniquely instructed us to do. Because if we do it, nevertheless, according to his word, not based off of past failure or what didn't work for so-and-so, but if we do it based off of his word, nevertheless, it will produce what the word says that it's going to produce. But in order to know it, we have to do it. Just like you could have the ingredients, everything you need to make brownies sitting on your counter and still not have any brownies to eat. You have to do something. You have to put together the components, the ingredients, follow the directions. If you start trying to do it another way, it's not going to taste the same. If you start putting some things in there, 
that's not on the ingredient label, it's not going to taste the same. You say, well, oh, I used everything. I followed the directions, but I just wanted to add this. And a lot of times we do that with our life. We want to add things that God didn't say to add. And we, we, we want to act like we're doing it the way he said to do it. But we, you know he didn't tell you to do it like that. So we cannot continue to do things as our own discretion. We must do them according to the word of God in order to get the benefits that he desires, we desire, and others around us desire. Yes, Dan. And on this, on this Friday, mm-hmm. we're going to conclude this teaching and show you how it works. The Word of God works when you follow it. And when God tells one something, it will come to pass if you obey. Now, in Luke chapter 5, when Peter saw the great multitude of fish, first he saw the what? The multitude of people. That's what he first saw. It was real to him. He saw the multitude of people around Jesus. He saw the emptiness of catching fish. Now, when Jesus asked him to do the second thing, to get out in the deep, let his net down, he now saw the multitude of fish. The desire of his heart. No, he always <laughs> wants what he saw from Jesus or the multitude of people, but he wants multitude of fish. But he never could catch multitude of fish. And now that he caught multitude of fish, he caught it. Jesus says to him, Peter, if you follow me, you not only know can caught multitude of fish, but you'll caught multitude of men. Multitude of men. Now, let me prove that, Diane. Go over to Acts chapter 2. How the word of God is real. Acts chapter 2, and look at at, uh, verse 41, or verse 40, 41, for time. (laughs) And with many other words he testified and exhorted them, saying, Be saved from this perverse generation. Then those who gladly received his word were baptized, and that day about 3,000 souls were added to them. Who was who did this teaching this time? Peter. Peter. How many souls Peter caught? Three thousand. That day. That day. That one day. Fulfillment of what Jesus told Peter. Peter saw multitude Mm -hmm. of men and women following Jesus. Peter also Mm -hmm. saw with Jesus in his life. He was able to caught multitude of fish. Mm-hmm. So when Jesus tells him that if you follow me, I will make you fishers of men, he fully believed that he was not going to be catching one person, <laughs> but he was going to be catching multitude of people. And in Acts chapter 2, mm-hmm. we see it. And then in Acts chapter 3, yeah. verse 6, on, when the lame man was outside of the gate, beautiful, yeah. begging for money, 
Right. Yeah. When Peter first went Jesus, he had a, a money problem. He didn't yeah. have no fish. Yeah. He was broke. His, his business was broke. Yeah. And now here at Acts chapter 3, at the gate, they meet a, a man who's lame from his mother's womb, who's broke, yeah. who comes out there every day to beg for money. And Acts chapter 3, verse 6, then Peter said, silver and gold, gold I do not have. have. But what I do have, I give you. More than that. In the name of Jesus Christ of Nazareth, rise Rise up and walk. So what is he saying? I was once like you. You. I was chasing the money. I was chasing the fish. But it wasn't until Jesus came. Till Jesus was in my boat. Yeah. yeah. (laughs) King's turn. Till his fullness filled up my emptiness. Yeah. That's when things change. Yes. And he's, he's testifying over and over. And then in another place, he's in prison. And he's, he's bound in the prison, got the most security on top of security on top of security. But he was in that place, and then he was freed supernaturally, but he had to obey. He had to get up, and he had to move from the place where he was. He had to launch out into the deep. He had to be willing to get up, and the chains then fell wow. off. And then he had to be willing to make the walk out mm. of the prison and through the gates. He had to have oh. that boldness to be able to do it, to leave that place where he was restricted in order to walk, launch out into freedom past every obstacle that was there. A lot of us are bound and we need to be free. Well, in order to do that, we have to be willing to launch out into deep, to move from the place of restriction. Yes. He did that. So he knew that, look, when my boat was empty, it was Jesus that filled me up, that he brought purpose and productivity back to me, into my life that he was developed through Jesus Christ to be able to be this person that we see here in Acts, in Acts verse, uh, in chapter 2, when the Holy Spirit is released, when 3,000 are baptized yes. in yeah. one day. Then he's going in, he's outside the temple, he's going into at, uh, his routine to go into prayer, and then he sees this lame man, and he tells him, look, I was once like you, sitting there thinking I had a money problem. I didn't have a money problem. <laughs> yeah. I had a Jesus this problem. problem. I was rejecting him. He was the one that was there to give me the insight, the innovation, the wisdom to be able to have breakthrough. But I was rejecting him. I was chasing the fish. I was chasing the money. He said, what you need is what solved my problem. Jesus of Nazareth. Now with that, rise up and walk. And that's what caused him to rise up to walk. All the money that people gave him over the years didn't cause him to rise up and walk. He continually had to keep going out there to get his daily alms, which means his money just for that day. He was continually being put out there. But when Jesus came onto the scene through Peter, it brought forth change. And he moved away from Mm -hmm. what he knows Mm -hmm. to into something that was new. Mm -hmm. He moved away from what he knows because when we... Mm -hmm. After that, we see him where? In the temple. temple. <laughs> yeah. mm-hmm. You have to be willing to mm-hmm. move away. You have to be willing to move away mm-hmm. from something old into something, something new. Sometimes we're so close, but so <laughs> yeah, far, far away. away. That lame man was outside that beautiful gate every day, yeah. but he didn't go through that threshold to enter in. So Peter, he launched out a little bit, then he launched out into the deep. Yes. So sometimes stuff is so close, yet so far away, yeah. because we're not pursuing it in the right direction why couldn't he go into the temple before mm-hmm. but this time he was willing now mm-hmm. to move away from begging to appraiser <laughs> he was from not having enough to more than enough this guy was leaping up in the temple the bible said and shouted and praising god he forget he moved away from his problem mm-hmm. dad he moved away from his problem 
and it brought forth wonder in Acts yeah. chapter 3, verse 10. Then they knew that it was he yeah. who sat begging alms mm. at the beautiful gate of the temple, mm. and they were filled with wonder, wonder. and amazement at what had happened to him. Yeah. Now, as the lame man who was healed held on to Peter and John, all the people ran together to them in the porch, which is called Solomon's, greatly amazed. Yes. So when Peter saw it, he responded to the people, Men of Israel, why do you marvel at this? Or why look so intently at us mm. as though by our own power or godliness we had made this man walk? So he knew it wasn't by their power. Wow. He knew by his power alone, can't he wasn't the one. He wasn't the one that had those nets, that mm. net filled yeah. with that fish. Yeah, you can't do nothing, Daddy. <laughs> you can't do nothing. That's what it says. When it doesn't work for you, it's your power, brother. Mm. You need the power of God. Mm -hmm. When things not working for you, turn it over mm -hmm. to the miracle working God. He, he will make it work oh, the right way. Okay. You're doing it the wrong way. That's why it's not working. And then when you put it in his hand, he will show you how to make it work the right way. And when you know it's not you, then you could count, count. on him. Yes. Because yes. Peter knew it was not me. <laughs> yeah. But I could count now on him, despite. Nevertheless. Nevertheless. By your word. <laughs> by his word. That's what happened. <laughs> we want to invite you to join us at Celebration Tabernacle Church. We're located at 1010 Dixon Boulevard in Cocoa. We have service Sunday mornings at 10 a.m. We have a dynamic three-day um, Easter thing going on here. Friday night, we're going to have a Good Friday service. Saturday, we're going to have a community, free community event, fun for the whole family at 1222 Dixon Boulevard and Easter morning at Celebration. Thank Make you for count. tuning in to the Make Your Day Count broadcast with Pastor Errol Beckford, Senior Pastor of Celebration Tabernacle Church in the beautiful city of Coco. For more information on this broadcast, please contact us at 321-638-0381. Tune in tomorrow to hear more about how you can make your day count. Space Coast Realty is a friendly, knowledgeable, active, and accessible real estate agent here in Brevard County. Keller Williams is known for real estate services all across the world, and Wayland specializes in helping buyers purchase the right place to call home, as well as helping sellers market and negotiate the sale of their single-family home, condo, vacant land, or business. Wayland Duff can be reached at 321-536-5973 or visit waylandduff.kw.com. Wayland Duff with Keller Williams Space Coast.